What's up, guys? My name is Enes. My name is Muhammad. And this is Hoop Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of Hoop Talk. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the James Harden trade. We'll talk about how James Harden will fit with the Nets and if this will work or no, since he's going to be playing alongside Kyrie and KD. Uh, we'll talk about the rest of their team as well. And then we'll just cover some games that have happened in the past week that are pretty exciting that we want to talk about. Let's just get started with James Harden trade. Mohamed, why don't you talk about that? We've covered most of the James Harden trade saga across the last couple of podcasts, which you guys should listen to um, for um, our financial sake. Um, but um, about a day after the podcast, actually maybe the day of the podcast was released, James Harden was traded to the Nets in some insanely complex four-team deal that in Vault Victor Oladipo moving somewhere, Karis Levert going somewhere. Um, but I know that if we're going to be real here, in a week you're only going to remember that James Harden's on the Nets and you're going to forget that Victor Oladipo was on the Rockets. So we're <laughs> mainly just going to cover James Harden. I'm just going to give like a quick recap. Beginning of the season, James Harden doesn't really want to be there, gets real fat, and uh, doesn't really play that well. Then has one good game. Everybody gets kind of excited again. Then then doesn't play for two games due to COVID violations. Then gets really fat again somehow. Um, then plays really bad for a couple of games. And then he gets traded to the Nets. And yeah, that's pretty much all of it. Um, and then he, uh, he miraculously loses 20, 15 pounds in three days. Okay. Like this man should... Yeah. Oh, he should be the spokesperson for Weight Watchers. It's amazing how fast he can drop and gain weight. I, I have a theory. I think that when he was on the Rockets, he wore a fat suit under his jersey to like make him look like he was crazy and like he didn't want to be there, you know, like oh, I'm fat, like I don't want to be here. And then once he gets traded, you know, he takes off the fat suit and you know, he's he's better. That's... He, and then he just starts trying. No, Ennis. You're a very smart man. That was a very smart Thank you. theory. We'll go over the four-team deal now, just because now the Nets have no centers. Um, yeah. The tallest player on their team. Well, they have one center, and he's not very good. So the Nets got James Harden, obviously, in a second-round pick. Um, the Rockets received Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, and Rodian Skorooks. Um <laughs> The Rockets' picks included... Brooklyn's three unprotected first-round draft picks for the next couple of years, um, and pick swaps in 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027. Also, Milwaukee's first 2021 first-round pick um, from Cleveland. Karis LeVert went to the Pacers from the Rockets from the Nets, um, and a second-round pick also went to the Pacers. And to the Cavaliers, who are somehow here somehow, um, Jared Allen went and Torian Prince. Two pretty solid role players that the Nets could use. I saw um, this thing. Um, I saw this tweet that Andre Drummond saw. Like he laughed oh, at. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, Cavs twenty twenty three roster. Just <laughs> like, all five like, of their centers. McGee, point guard. Uh, Drummond shooting guard. Jared Allen, um, small forward. And then it was just like a bunch of other centers <laughs> in the starting lineup. 
<laughs> but yeah, the Rock, the Rock, uh, the Cavs have a lot of centers. Yeah. Uh, and also, don't forget to mention Karis LeVert, uh Right after he got traded, they found out he, they found a small mass in his kidney. In oh, his yeah. kidney. Uh, and he's probably gonna get surgery on that, and it might and be you know, some. Yeah, it might be some cancerous type of thing. Like he might have cancer, but we don't know yet. Wow, way to just throw that in there, you know? Yeah. Karis Levert got traded. Also, he might have cancer. Okay, back to what we were talking about. Imagine, <laughs> imagine they said that during the deal. They were like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Karis Levert, 2020 second round pick, he might have cancer. Yeah, Jared Allen, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, I think the two, the, the, the clot was non, uh, non-cancerous though. That's what I saw. Oh, okay. And the Rockets are now very bad at basketball as they lost the only player that was good. Um, I'm well, not saying... Well, they have John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins and Victor Oladipo. I feel like they're, they're uh, going to get slept on. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're they're going to do well. Because you have John Wall, Victor Oladipo, DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood. Um, and I, th- I feel like they have a pretty solid team. I, and I think they didn't really... I mean, obviously, they, they lost Harden, but he wasn't really he wanted to get traded um and i think that they got the most they they can out of this trade uh because there's really no one else except for the sixers who would want to trade with them so i mean i mean they got the best thing they could they got um i think for both teams it worked out and somehow cavaliers and got in there too james harden gets to be on a team with his other best friend he joined a best he joined his other best friend uh, on a team last year, and we all know how well that worked out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he has a pretty great track record so far. Um, obviously, I'm not. Uh, Kyrie Irving is still MIA. Um, it's said that he didn't play today again. He didn't play on Monday against the Bucks because he wasn't conditioned. It also might. It also might be the fact that you know he's not here on this uh, plane of reality. Uh, this this means a lot for the East because this is kind of a switch up. Um, obviously the the four teams would I don't know I would if you agree with me the Celtics, 76ers, the Nets, and the Bucks are the four teams in the in the mm-hmm. East. Um, yeah. Well, the the Heat are there too, but they're just kind of. Yeah, they're on like the border. Yeah, they're, they're not um, playing really. Well. They're not playing well at all, but they have no centers now. Um, they have DeAndre Jordan, but DeAndre Jordan was never really that good at basketball, if we're being honest here. They, they become a better three-point shooting team because of this. Um, Mike Harden is obviously... They're running a lot of high pick and rolls with him in the two games that they've played so far. Kevin Durant obviously is Kevin Durant. He's going to score 30 points a game. I don't know how well Kyrie Irving's going to fit back into this after, you know, since he only played two games with this team uh, before <laughs> leaving. But... Um, it should be interesting. Um, the Celtics are the number one seed right now. I'm not sure how long that's going to stay. But uh, the Bucks would have been the number one seed today, but they, they lost to the uh, to the Nets. So for me, my biggest question is if KD, Harden, and Kyrie can play together. Because they're all pretty ISO-heavy guards who... I mean, KD is not really a guard, but like he... Yeah, you know, he's an he's like a scorer, man. He's just yeah, shooting. he's just everything. 
like is Harden gonna be okay with just standing on the wing while Kyrie does like an ISO move? I mean, and okay, so is I, Kyrie gonna be okay with that too for Harden? I was watching are some they, of the. Are they okay? Here. Like, are they okay with being off-ball players? Is what I'm saying. But I mean, like the the Steve Nash offense doesn't seem to like like Kyrie will get his ISOs because that's kind of how they ran it the first couple of games. But KD is playing somewhat like he did in the Warriors, where he'll get like two or three ISOs a game, where it's like an automatic bucket, and they do it for like the sake of the team. But he seems to be fine just catching like off-ball passes here. Um, I'm watching this play right now. Um, Harden gets this high pick and roll off the top, and then they they since he has so much offensive potential, he's they swing it over and KD rotates, and that's an open three for KD. And I think like I think that can work, especially since you know it's an open three for Kevin Durant. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I think they'll give Harden enough space to like to get his ISOs off. Like he doesn't have to take like eight a game. But it still works for him. And Kevin Durant's like, these are two automatic scorers, and they seem to be okay playing with each other. Um, I don't know how much they're going to be a problem as much as Kyrie is. Because in the first uh, in the first couple of games, Kyrie was like extremely ISO heavy. Um, he just kind of dribbled into the defense and shot whatever. I'm going to bring up their bench. Because... Yeah. You mean what, what, what bench? What are you talking about? Yeah. So, like, right now, their bench is, um, it's basically Bruce Brown Jr., Landry Shamit, Reggie Perry, and Timothy Luau Cabra. Oh, I always call him Timothy Carrot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll just call him. When you have a big three as good as that, do you really need a bench? Yeah. Because Kyrie's not going to be there most of the time. And also, like, let's... Like, let's not, like, avoid the facts here. Like, Harden's not a good playoff performer. Like, at all. He had Russell Westbrook with him, and he had Chris Paul with him, and he still played pretty horrible in the playoffs. Um, Kevin Durant is pretty great in the playoffs. Kyrie's kind of in the middle when it comes to that, you know. We haven't really seen him play in the playoffs in a couple of years. Um, But, uh, I don't know, man. Like, the Warriors always had some type of a bench, and they had Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Next week, we'll get back to you on that. You know? Yeah. Once we see, like, Kyrie play with James Harden and Katie, we'll get a better sense of yeah. what they're doing. Well, um, if he ever does. And also, do you think this trade helps the Nets catch the Lakers? I think talent-wise, they're ahead of the Lakers now. Hmm. I think Harden and and Kevin Durant collectively are better than Kevin than LeBron and AD, especially right now, just because, um, as we'll talk about in a little bit, LeBron and AD kind of don't care about you know winning right now. I mean, they don't have to. It's the regular season. They just won a championship. But the Warriors played the Lakers on on Monday, and the Warriors bench outscored the Lakers by 15 points in the fourth quarter, and. Draymond Green hit two layups over LeBron. LeBron didn't even try to drive for the final play. He took a catch and shoot, um, fading away three. The Lakers don't have to try right now, but a little bit of effort would be nice, you know. Yeah, it just it just seems like they're not putting in any effort. And like in the past few Laker games that they've been playing, 
they haven't really needed to put any effort yeah whatsoever because they have an amazing bench um and their depth on the lakers have the best depth in the league right now uh and so when you have that it's like a it's a luxury for lebron and ad like they don't need to put 100 of their energy into every single game like lebron is playing his his lowest minutes that he's ever played in his whole career right now in this this year so it just shows that like you don't really need to try like like games like this the where the warriors aren't they're not a bad team like they're they're a mediocre team they're a and, mediocre team with a really really good player yeah well like when you have someone like steph curry on the other team it just makes everything worse for the other team for the lakers in the first half they looked really good um but in the second half they kind of just fell apart uh schroeder did everything he could he had 25 points they just need to try that's it and i don't think they should be too worried about that loss but um they should definitely think about actually trying in the regular season and and trying to get a good spot for you in the playoffs like you don't want anything lower than a one than the than the first seed in the west if you're the Lakers yeah. right now you don't want to get below that one seed so just try enough that you can get the one seed yeah just like also just like like yeah. LeBron can put in the like the most minimal amount of effort and still get the first seed right now. Yeah, that's how uncompetitive the league is. Like almost every other game is getting postponed by COVID. Um, half half the league is injured. You just put like just like a teensy bit of effort, you know, in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and you would have beat the Warriors. But to talk Speaking about the of- Warriors, I mean, it kind of surprised me though. Like their bench really stepped yeah. up. Kelly Oubre they was did. playing well. And that kind of just blew my yeah, mind. Um, Draymond played really um, well. Some dudes I'd never heard of played really well. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. They they came back from 22 against the Clippers, and then now they came back from 19 against the Lakers. They're losing to all the worst teams in the league, but then they come up and they beat the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah. It reminds me of um, like the Lakers years like between 2013 and 2018 where they would they would literally beat like the best teams in the league and they would lose to the Knicks. Like it was oh. I don't know what it is with bad teams, but they always that always happens with with teams like that. Like they beat the best teams in the league is and then they just lose the next five well, game to a horrible team. I mean, speaking of the Knicks, they're not doing too horrible, man. Yeah, the Knicks are... They're they're not over 500, but I mean, nobody was expecting that. But they beat the Celtics by 30 points the other day. 30, yeah. And they held them to like under 70 points. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about the Lakers before. Speaking of the Lakers, uh, if... So right now, the projected finals matchup is the Lakers and the Nets. Uh, Would you agree with that? I would like to see Lakers versus Celtics just because I don't remember it um, in 2010. <laughs> and I, I was quite small. Um, I also wasn't alive for, you know, all of the other thousands of times they played um, in the 1950s or the 1980s, perhaps. So um, it'd be nice to see that. But yeah, the Nets will probably make the finals if Miami doesn't step up. So what do you, what do you think will happen if they're both in the finals? Like, will it be... Lakers in three, or <laughs> you think they'll just they'll beat them so bad that they'll have to give up? 
No, just give up. But yeah, do you think it'll be like Lakers in five or Nets in seven, Nets in six? Like, what do you think? I give it to Lakers in seven. In seven? KD's mm-hmm. been a pretty phenomenal finals player the two times he's played. Oh, yeah. Um, but that, would, that would be such a fun matchup. Lakers versus Nets. It would, act, would, it would, really it would be a LeBron fair, it would be a fair LeBron KD matchup. Yeah. Because the first time when they played in 2012, that wasn't fair. Because the Thunder like squeaked pie, squeaked, squeaked, squeaked pie, squeaked past every other team in the West. And in twenty um, in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, it was uh, LeBron and um, and his friends from high school um, versus the best team in league history. So I think this is a relatively even matchup if they play in the finals this year. I also one thing though, I feel like the jerseys don't match very well, like yellow and black on the floor at the same time. Yeah. Like that won't look Black and yellow, black and yellow. Hilarious, dude. If the Lakers win that, then like none of the haters can say anything about LeBron beating an easy team in the finals. They're still haters. Yeah. So Monday was the first matchup for the Nets where they really got to encounter some serious competition. Obviously, um, with Dante DiVincenzo, Bobby Portis, and DJ Augustine, three of the best players in the league. Would you agree? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant played pretty um, Kevin Durantish, thirty points, nine rebounds, six assists, um, and James Harden. He's been giving out a lot of assists recently. You know, just a lot of assists. Yeah. Um, thirty-four points, uh, six rebounds, twelve assists. Played pretty well, pretty much the entire game. Kevin Durant hit a three at the end to uh, to essentially seal it. There was like uh, forty seconds left. It was pretty exciting. Especially since you know he's missed most clutch shots this season. Giannis played well. Honestly, the the Bucks maybe should have won this game, but um, yeah, they have no bench like at all. The Nets have no bench because every one of their players scored above double digits, and if they didn't, the Nets would have lost the game. Um, because as soon as you pass by, I mean, they have Landry Shamit, who was really good for the Clippers, but has been kind of non-existent ever since then. Ever since last year, and yeah, that, that's pretty. I mean, they have Nick Claxton. Who's an okay power forward? Like, but I mean, like, it, like if I'm reaching for Nick Claxton right now for it to be their their go-to power forward, <laughs> I don't even know who they could trade for. Honestly, they have no picks anymore. They just traded them all away to get Harden. Like when you when you have a big three that overpowered, like you can't you can, you can't get a good bench because they're they're playing James like, Harden. It's so hard at, like, to do that point guard right now with joe harris and jeff green uh, like ima- imagine own. imagine this big three with the lakers bench that'd be insane that that, that, that that's like the warriors man <laughs> oh, oh yeah the warriors with kd yeah Do they really have a good bench though they had a solid enough bench they had like they had iggy and sean livingston well, let's talk about the first uh james harden nets game he had a 30 point triple double. Oh and wow. Like when you when you see it, you're like, oh my god, James Harden had a 30 point triple double. But you don't realize that literally all of last season and the season before that and the season before that and the season before that and like for the past five years, that's literally what he does like every single night. But like no one pays attention anymore because that's just like literally you know what he does. I mean a triple double has become like the norm, you know. For him. Like, yeah, 
I mean, for like for a lot of players in the league, like Westbrook, and I mean for like every star in the league now, it's a it's almost always a near triple double, <laughs> or it is a triple double. Yeah. But like, I feel like we've forgotten how good James Harden is. Like when his when he, like in the beginning of the season when when he he was scoring like twenty points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. We were like, okay, now he's trash. But we never realized how good he was. He didn't. He was. He, he's dropping thirty point triple doubles every single night, like almost every single night last season. How many looks does he have again? Just remind me. Just how many times has he made it past second round? Remind me. Yeah. He, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think about like, I was it twice or once? I forgot. It was just the once. Yeah. Yeah. Just the once. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, you know, yeah. in the Bucks Nets game, DeAndre Jordan played more minutes than KD. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's. Uh, <laughs> Because he's their you know only center. They got to play. They literally have nobody on the team. Like, the, I honestly think they'll have to play KD at center, which I don't think will be the worst idea. But Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's not a beefy guy, but he's tall, so. <laughs> he's the opposite of a beefy guy. He's <laughs> like if a beefy guy pooped out a man, that would be Kevin Durant. <laughs> the Raptors won a game. What? Don't be crazy, man. That's not possible. Yep. You talked about the Knicks being the Celtics by 30. Yeah. And they held the Celtics to 75 points. And they weren't playing with Jason Tatum, but they had Kemba back. And Jalen Brown, they had Marcus Smart. They had all their players, basically, except for Tatum. But That's they only had two players in double digits. Very sad. And the Knicks, they, they, let, they let Reggie Bullock score 11 points. They let Emmanuel quickly score 17 points. They let Austin Rivers score zero points. That's him. No, no. That's. that's I know. It's just. That's unbelievable. That's it's unbelievable. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode 23 of Hoop Talk. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you guys could follow our social media, it's at Hoop Talk Podcast. We give you guys updates on when our episodes release. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.